Hi beautiful, I'm so glad you're here. Welcome to the Gentle Podcast. Here we talk all things that nourish the mind, body and spirit, giving you inspiration and actions on living a centered, purposeful and vital life that feels aligned with your divine feminine nature. I am your host, Rachel White, a yogi, coach, and heart-centered human here to provide a gentle space for healing and thriving. Let's get into this episode. We're here for another gentle podcast episode, and I have a guest, Mariah Pelly-Smith. Welcome, Mariah. Hello. So Mariah is a holistic business strategist, and she's a coach, and she's here to talk about a lot of really interesting topics, but we'll get started with your journey, a little bit of background into who you are, Mariah, and, and also you can go a little deeper into what exactly you do in the world right now. All right. Um, so I am Mariah, the human uh, we're talking about. And my journey, I guess like the most important piece of uh, my journey is when my spiritual journey started. Mm-hmm. And so my journey um, probably started when I was like six or seven. And there was this moment um, where I noticed that I understood color. It was like I understood how shading worked. I understood that these like basic colors that we were working with meant a lot more. I wasn't sure on like how exactly it like would make sense in my adult life, but I knew that it was really important for me to focus on these seven colors and that they work together and that it was very important and I had to focus on it. And so I moved through my little life and um, I connected really deeply with, with earth and um, tapping into that like magical sense of, of no time. And then I turned 13 and everyone said, you have to be an adult and you can't believe in magic anymore. <laughs> Insert crying emoji. <laughs> so I remember like clinging on to my, um, my child. Um, my childhood for a very long time and I would watch cartoons with my seven-year-old sister at the time and I was like 13 and I was just like clinging on to whatever I could and then when I was about 18 or 19 like like my hair was falling out because I was relaxing all the time and I was wearing makeup and it was just like killing my skin and um and I was just starting to change my diet and I was like, I need to start my natural hair journey. And I was like, I don't know what's going on. And I remember looking in the mirror and I was like, what have I done to myself? What has happened here? So I'm like, okay, well, I'm not to cut off all my hair and I'm not going to wear makeup anymore. And I have to deal with what I am, who I am in this moment and be like, we're going to do better. Mm. So I think that was like 2013 or so. So then fast forward, I, um, I moved uh, to Newfoundland and Newfoundland, uh, Canada. And I decided that I wanted to do business and I wanted to have structure, but I also wanted to tap into the magic. And I didn't know how that was going to fit, but I was always into um, creation and art, um, those sorts of things. So figuring out how I could take that 
and make money from that and make a business and be successful. So I put myself through um, business marketing school, did the whole thing. It was very dry, but we did it. <laughs> and, and then I got bored and I was like, I need to figure out something. So I moved um, to Halifax on a whim and I found this glorious human that looked like Jesus and he did kundalini yoga and he was a reiki master and i started doing work with him and it just something felt right i never trusted a human as much as i trusted this human <laughs> like i didn't even trust my parents as much as this person to see essence and the vibration that was coming from him i was like whatever you're doing i gotta have it so yeah. i worked with him and one day he asked me if i wanted to do my level one attunement and i didn't know what that meant but i was like sure so <laughs> I was there in bare feet in this backyard on this fancy chair and he's doing some magician work with his magic hands, open up my channel. And I was like, whatever you gotta do. <laughs> and then the moment that I opened my eyes and finished the, the ceremony, there was all these dots in the sky and my, my, um, my vision was clear and the sound was more pronounced, like it taste more. It was like my senses were just like, and I was like, I'm alive again. <laughs> and then I, I just like, it was like, I was like reuniting with myself. That was what my level one human was. So then I was like, whatever this is, I need to master it. I need to know how it works and I need to teach to other people. So for the next couple of years, I just, whatever you have to do, universe, it was the most intense journey of my life. But for four years, I, practiced and learned and then I just mastered the the craft and then I became a teacher so now I teach and then he did kundalini but at the time he's like you're doing all these weird movements and there's a lot of sounds going on and I was like not there yet um but a year and a half ago I was drawn to something and it's just like this is what I need to do because it pushes you to so many different places and it, it tests how committed you are to the, the practice and your voice and just opens up so many places in prosperity and in your in your consciousness. So it's like, I need to learn this too. So then I just started practicing and then now I teach other people how to do it and entwine it into my, in my stuff. So now it's like where I am now, it's like now I do business, understanding the business because that's where my background is and the practical, logical, analytical piece, but then also the energetic um, how things are operating on the energetic, mental, emotional, and physical um, space. So intertwining that for uh, my clients because people are bored with the just the business. They need something mm -hmm. to connect to. So, yes, that is me. <laughs> yes, love that. Do you want to give a little intro into what Kundalini Yoga is and how it differs from what most of the Western world kind of views as yoga? So Kundalini, um, so it's like a combination of working out, um, like rhythmic movement, um, making like a melody with the body, mantra, um, and like, it's like, it's like a challenging yin <laughs> yeah. sound frequency um, sort of practice and what it does, it focuses on like the nervous system, um, your immunity. So it like incorporates like cold showers and like certain like Ayur Ayurvedic uh, medicines was kind of like 
it combines all the different limbs of yoga in sort of like one mm. place. And like a lot of the movements, you have to do multiple things at once. So you're like breath of fire sitting straight, but you have to have the core strong and you have to say a certain mantra in your head as you inhale and exhale. And you have to hold your arms at a certain position. And so yeah. there's, a, like, there's a lot of overlay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I um, When I was in Bali earlier this year, I went to my first ever Kundalini yoga class. And I, um, so I'm a yoga teacher too, and I've been to countless amount of yoga classes but the first kundalini one i went to it was a whole <laughs> level of an experience <laughs> it was pretty full on yeah um, and, and i find that the like kundalini there's the poses that, that you're doing it's like it's not like this hold the pose it's like you're doing a movement with the pose and like our mind needs rhythm and melody in order to get into a different trance of of being so it, like it teaches you how to hypnotize yourself into a new way mm. yes there was a lot of like chanting and singing <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay um let's talk a little bit more about how you combine being like business and energy or business and kundalini yoga how how does that combination look for you in your business and also in your clients' businesses? So um, I actually just finished a seven-workshop series that I got a grant for. So that was intense. Three months, seven workshops, like 30 different entrepreneurs. So it was, like, amazing to watch the transformation. And the way that I set it up is I want to make, make sure that people can make decisions quickly and a lot of people get this decision fatigue um so i always started the workshop um where we did a lot of breath work we did a lot of physical movement with with the body so we're opening up the nervous system we're um making your immunity better we're making the mind clear so you're like whoa where am i and you're all like airy and you're ready to go and then you're like a sponge because you're so open so then we go into um the content and the way that I explain things, it's like, it's a business sense, but I talk about it um, from a logical angle, but then also an energetic angle. So that if you, um, you're really into this, you're not understanding the energy part, we're going to talk to you like you can understand it. But if you're all about energy, but you don't get the analytical part, then I can teach you from um, an energetic point of view. Mm-hmm. So we'll go from the, kundalini and we'll do reiki on you to see if you can smooth some things around um we bring in that content and then we switch into some activities that usually them are are challenging and make you uncomfortable (laughs) um so that you a lot of the uncomfortable pieces was about expression and using your voice so i need you sing i made you say different things i made you make do different um, tones it made you like uh, like read somebody else when they're right in front of you so you can feel comfortable hearing your voice and saying exactly what's coming through and I'm really heavy on the intuition piece mm. um, when you're working with clients because everyone can use intuition so we worked a lot on how to channel and how to um, have just the knowing um, within within the business piece so we sort of wrap that all into uh, four hours of content and they made them soup and things. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's really like looking at how your nervous system is, 
how your immunity is, how your focus is so that you can be ready for your day. Um, learning how to like absorb a lot of information and then put it in a cute little thing because people need to be quick and fast with stuff that's coming in. Um, and then knowing how to like tone down but still be um, alert and ready if things, if something comes up. So it was a lot of like learning how to switch in between. So like if I'm doing clients all day, then I know that I have to, I can, I know what I have to do in 15 minutes and couldn't leave in order to get my energy back. So it's a lot of like learning how to channel back that energy so you can get this stuff done. Mm. I love that form of business training. And I think it's so important that all business owners get in touch with their energy, with their intuition, with every, everything that you just mentioned when I used to work as an accountant, I worked in um, as a professional accountant in public practice. And the only, the biggest reason I wanted to be an accountant was to help small business owners, but more to help them thrive at home. And I felt so restricted when I was working professionally to only talk about the numbers, only talk about the strategic side. And I always really wanted to bring in elements of everything you were just talking about and also managing stress and like looking at their business as not just this isolated thing, but as a part of their whole life. And I'm really grateful that I get to do that now as in my own business as a coach. Um, But yeah, I think for far too long, we've separated energy work and business work and made them these two completely separate things where they're both really important elements. When we look at our whole life and the holistic big picture of what we really want. Yeah. Let's talk about consciousness. So mm-hmm. I'm just going to let you dive, dive in. Tell us about, <laughs> tell us about consciousness. Um, so if you're like into energy work, and you're into intuition and you're into all those things, then you know what I mean by consciousness. But if um, you're sort of just, you know, getting your feet wet and you're stepping into that, space when we're talking about consciousness it's like allowing yourself to like um move up into different perspectives and tapping into different um perspectives that are happening around a situation so when you're at a say you're at a lower consciousness or whatever you just it's very like a to b this is the only way in any other way um sort of it's gonna harm your way of being so you're not allowing like different ways of thinking into the space. So it's very narrow. Um, and then when you, when you allow yourself to like drift into different conscious places, that's when you can grow because you can see things from different perspectives. And a good example would be like right now, there's many perspectives on why this is happening on the planet. So like um, one perspective would be because the humans hurt the earth and now we're getting punished for this. Another perspective would be that the earth is resetting and there's been so much beautiful things that happened since um, stuff has not been going into the air into the ocean and it's allowing the earth to, to reform. And then another perspective is it's all a conspiracy and they're putting batteries in the birds. <laughs> like, you know, there's a lot of different um, perspectives and it's kind of like what... Um, what conscious level do you want to operate in? What's your, what's your choice in, in belief? 
Um, and it's not like consciousness is a blind way of viewing things. It's like you're aware of these are all the different possibilities, but I choose to um, see it this way through this lens. And then also with the consciousness piece, it's not just a mental thing. It's a very bodily thing. It's a very emotional thing. So consciousness, as it rises, it, you're, you're not as dense. Um, you're happier. You're more flexible. You have more breath in the body. Um, so it's a very physical thing with, with consciousness as well. And it, it raises by doing different practices. So people are all into the yoga and all into meditation because they're noticing the difference in their perspective and the way their body feels, the way they're operating because their consciousness is rising, whether they realize that or not. Mm. It's such a good point that you can choose the perspective that you take and just recognizing that there are multiple choices that the, the common, um, I guess, conclusion of the people around you isn't something you have to take on for yourself and you don't always have to be stuck or stay in the same perspective either. either. So I think mean, it's such a good point that your perspective is always what you're choosing to believe. And another piece on consciousness is like when you make that choice, it's like allowing that choice to be stable and maintained regardless of what your current friend or family group are and are in their sort of conscious place. Because you probably know as um, a coach leading, it's like there's some pieces of your of your tree or your friend group that don't completely get it. They're like support you, but they don't get it, you know? And it's being able to hold, hold that regardless. Yeah. So would you say that in a lower state of consciousness is when I guess you're not fully taking ownership of your perspective and then when you're in a higher state is when you're mindful and, and choosing to believe things that lift you in a higher energy? Or what? give us like an example of a person that's in a lower state of consciousness versus a higher state. What, how do they act differently? Um, I'll do in, I'll do an example of like animals. So, so say you have um, a chimp and they're trying to figure out how to um, get this new type of food, but they're doing the same thing. There's no result, but they're still, they're still doing it. You know, it's like I, I get this little piece of thing and I'm just going to keep doing because I know that I can get, get that little bit. But then there's a different um, chimp that's going around and it's starting to use a tool and putting it inside the hole to get the ants out. So it's like it's allowing itself to go on a different path of not knowing and using something else um, for a better result. So the consciousness of the first ape is very like, I know that I'll get something. So I'm going to just keep doing the same thing. But when you're, when your consciousness rises, it's like you're, you're allowing that space in between that first level of consciousness and that second level of consciousness, you're allowing that unknown to be a safe space for you to, to play. And then once your consciousness rises, then more ideas and more, um, your intuition sort of increases. So then you kind of, you learn easier you're able to to grow 
and it increases your intelligence. Mm. Does that answer it? Yeah. So it's more of a um, continuum rather than you're either conscious or you're not. It's like a, you can always rise in, in your consciousness. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. Are there any other topics that you would really love to dive into or, or to talk about right now? Hmm. Today at the workshop, I talked about how there's like different um, like levels of product and service as a, as an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you have your outer circle and that's like your freebies and your content and stuff. And then you have your next circle and that's your like your standard or your staple product. So before it would have been like my Reiki one hour thing. And then the middle is like your packages, your higher priced stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's like the little black dots on the out, like the come and play, but they're always watching, you know, little stalkers out there following you. Mm-hmm. And then you have your next round of your, of your blue. And that's like the standard um, people. And it's like making a bridge from this, like people that are comfortable in that standard place into the, like the red zone of like your higher uh, packages. And then when you're like, growing it's like this interesting way that the, the circle starts to open up because it's like you'll grow out of your standard um service and then that's when everything falls apart because you're like well what's my new standard how do i operate and getting comfortable with all the people that were watching the whole time um some will leave and some will stay because as you shift and grow, they're not going to resonate the same. And it's not because you're bad. It's just because you're not offering what you did before. Mm-hmm. And so it's this interesting conversation about getting used to that, um, that little in between where it kind of feels like an echo chamber um, because you're waiting for that new, that new um, uh, group of people to like come out of, the shadows and um, work in that in that new space that you're operating because a lot of the people that I'm working with they're making such massive shifts and they're like there's nobody here <laughs> and it's because there's like this small little piece in the team where it's like you have to allow that shift um, to happen and then normalizing that red zone as your as your new standard mm. and then that blue zone. Yeah, the what is the blue zone? Maybe you don't even have a blue zone. Maybe you just have the freebies and then your main um, red zone that's your higher priced things and then getting comfortable with that. Mm. You're like, I don't know what to do with my standards anymore because they don't make any sense. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I can relate to that a lot. I feel like my business has changed and evolved so much. And when I first started, I was just doing um, like casual coaching and yoga classes, which have a very different price point and value offering to the coaching and high level things I'm doing now. And for the last year, I've always really focused on having a lot of free content, like my Facebook group, this podcast, all those kind of things. And then there's things like my book and that level of offering. And like you were saying, the the different circles and in the middle is the higher higher level for me kind of like my my one-on-one coaching 
And it has been really interesting to see my audience change and evolve as I've changed and evolved my offerings. And like you said, there's some people that were in it at the start and then they go away because it's not for them anymore and that's completely perfect. And then there's new people that come in. And, um, yeah, there has always been that space in between when I offer a new thing at a higher level. It's like this little space of, um, of seeing who's going to stay from my existing audience and (laughs) people might be uh, attracted as well. So yeah, it's really, it's really interesting to think about. And it's, I feel, I feel like it's in those moments of transition where we need just trust in what we're doing and that will always attract who we're meant to attract. Ultimately the energy work you were talking about incorporating your business. I feel like in, especially in those, in that space in between where there's not necessarily um, anyone buying, like the transition between old and, and new audience energy, having intuition and challenging and doing all that, all that energy work is so important there because if you're being guided by your intuition, you're always being guided on the right path and then it's up to us to, to trust that if we hold the space, then the people will come. <laughs> yeah and like where we are right now it's like we have no other option um but to trust and be Mm. a leader because if you don't do anything time right now when this is all done you're not gonna have anything that you've created like we're born to create so you can't just be sitting on a you know on all of the ideas and not um performing like Mm. we're we're animated creatures we're supposed to perform and, and create yes we are born to create I love that and I feel like whenever I look at the most energized people that I really love to follow and just love to just check in with them just to see what new thing they've put out there it is like that um that love of creating and it's like they're so energized by the creative things that they're doing And in reverse, when I look at, like when I work with clients who are feeling really unfulfilled in their life, it's usually because they've stopped creating things that excite them. So it is (laughs) such an important part of our life to just keep creating and not creating for the sake of it, but sometimes creating just to create something for fun, but to also put some purpose and meaning behind it as well. Intentional creation. (laughs) Love it. Um, okay, so what actions can you give everyone listening to take away? What are some things they can start doing, whether they're in business or not? Maybe some energy work or what, what practices do you love getting people to do? Um, I find that like the most of the time, whether I'm working with energy plants or entrepreneurs or whatever the case is, um, the, most of the issues come from not having a healthy solar plexus or not having a healthy sense of empowerment or ability to complete or execute. Um, so what I like to do is tell them to do breath of fire because um, this Kundalini Yoga exercise, it does so many things for the body it's like it makes you naturally start to have a straighter spine so you can have a cleaner um connection um deeper 
breath. It also helps with digestion and everything. Um, whatever you believe, it doesn't matter. It's like if there's an issue that's happening in the body and you're not accepting it to come through whatever it is, you're going to have some stomach issues. And if you have stomach issues on any sort of level, whether you're not treating your stomach properly, you eating the wrong things, um, you're going to have issues making decisions and conceiving because things can't move physically through the body. Things can't move energetically body through the body and you're unable to fully process. Mm. So um, the breath of fire is just sitting up straight and you have your hands like this. I don't know if this is on video or not. Is this no, no just hear the audio. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, um, okay. How am I saying this one even? Figure it out. So you're sitting up straight in seated pose. Your core is strong. Um, you're going to take your four fingers on your inner palm. Your thumbs are facing out. And your arms are going to be above your head at 60 degrees. And it'll be a short inhale, short exhale. And you're um, doing that very fast for at least three minutes. And if you have no idea what I'm saying, just say breath of fire, Kundalini on Google. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I literally get to my all of my clients to to do that before or after um, a session, and it, you can see the difference in their energy. It's like whoa, <laughs> because now there's oxygen in their brain, like fully in their brain, and they're able to actually see um, clear. And they start to notice that their posture is different, and if your posture is physically different, you're actually going to make better decisions. You're going to feel more powerful because you're not hunching over and um in hiding mm. so yeah it's probably like my top the top one yeah <laughs> and, and then it's also, such a simple thing to do like it's just putting your arms up breathing a little differently <laughs> for it <laughs> yeah and it has so many benefits like you said it, it connects you with your body your posture your breath and enables you to make better decisions so why not do something so simple? <laughs> and it also cleans out your lymphatic system as well. Yeah. So, so yeah. Healthy. So many benefits. <laughs> Amazing. Well, thank you so much for being here with me today. Are there any final words you would like to share with everyone? Final words. Um, so right. The time that we're in now is very important to create and like the energy of the consciousness that's coming through is very um, present with leaders and, and changers and, and shifters. So it's like we're getting the call to stand up. So if you've been hiding in the shadows for a while, it's time to like come up and use your voice and get comfortable with being seen because people need your specific frequency in order to make the next step. So we are like, the, the collective conscious it's just needing people to um to help this change and help with this help with this shift so whatever you gotta do whether it's a product a service but make sure it's obviously coming from the heart it makes me feel really grounded in it. so all i gotta say about that <laughs> yes well thank you so much and thank you everyone for listening you can find mariah on instagram Facebook, her website. I'm going to post all the links um, to find you everywhere. So thank you so much for being here. Have an amazing day. Thank you. (laughs) 
Thank you so much for listening. If you loved this episode, I would love for you to take a screenshot and share on social media with your biggest insight. Make sure you tag me at by Rachel White on Facebook and Instagram. Have a beautiful day. Namaste.